Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys, episode 39. I'm talking a little bit lower and less excited today because I am still at the office and people outside don't know what I'm doing. They probably think I'm just talking to myself, but I'm not. I'm here with my main man, Spence. How you doing? Yeah, I love the dedication to The Business Boys pod, uh, burn the midnight oil down over there in Montreal. I'm doing well. I hope everyone had a great Canada Day and 4th of July. Um, I certainly did. A couple barbecues, Blue Jays game. Uh, actually got a pretty good game of spike ball going. Uh, have you ever played spike ball? I, I haven't. I've seen it being played. It looks super fun, but yeah, I, I've, you, yet, you would love I've it. yet to. Yeah. It's, I, don't, uh, I don't get the rules really. Like, because like, I know you get that little trampoline thing with the ball. Yeah. You got to, you got to, like, you're in teams of two. You got to spike it off the trampoline. You can't palm the ball. So it's all like slaps. And if you and I are in a team, we can do three like passes between each other before we have to spike to the other team. Okay. And then so, like, once it's you spike like it off. It's kind of like volleyball the... actually. Yeah. Really. It's volleyball. Um, and then, yeah, there's different ways. to Like you can smack it and try to spike it far. Uh, the best way I found is these little like soft bounces right off the uh, trampoline. It's just impossible to get it. But yeah, it was, uh, my heart rate was bumping. I was diving all over the place. I was filthy after. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a fun game. Uh, of course, when four grown men play a spike ball kit for thirty nine ninety nine from Canadian Tire with plastic legs, two of them ended up breaking within an hour. <laughs> so uh, if you're gonna go for the set, maybe go for like the eighty dollar one on Amazon with the metal legs. But yeah, it was a good game. Nice, nice. I've I've cornholed a lot this summer. I love a good cornhole, but uh, I've yet to spike ball. But it looks super fun. I love those. Actually, like, they, I love they set up games. a cornhole uh, two like what do you one set? I guess you know like the two holes. Yeah, <laughs> they set it up at the at the patio bar right next to my place. So oh, you can nice. Just go and uh, play play a quick game or something. I love it. Yeah. The last few parties I've been at, there've definitely been some some cash money bets on on a good old cornhole. High stakes cornhole, yeah. And you got to make it interesting, right? Oh yeah, for it's like, sure. Uh, Michael Phelps betting on beer pong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for so definitely had enjoyed a nice. Uh, I actually went to the old uh, the old summer pool. I went to Windermere on Monday for Canada Day, and then enjoyed classic. some slower days at work for uh, for the U.S. holiday. But uh, some sad news for us uh, us Canadians. Kwame River. Kawhi Leonard is Gonzo Alfonso joining Paul George in L.A. for the Clippers. I kind of like that, though. I like how he's just, like, dropping ship where James is. Let's go. I, I, uh, I'm very – I have no problem with it. Um, I'm not mad at Kawhi. I'm not even a huge Raptors fan. I think he saved the NBA by not going to the Lakers. Oh, yeah, a lot of people are saying that because the Lakers are still pretty stacked. And now the Clippers are, I think the Clippers are the favorite right now. I know it's early. Um, maybe I'm forgetting a team, like your Lakers, but... Man, they're not my like, Lakers anymore, bro. Okay, yeah, let's just sorry, set the, set the record straight. Kobe <laughs> Lakers are my Lakers. I think, like, I I might be cheering. Like, I like the Clippers. Like, I'm, I'm down for Kawhi. I'm also down for D'Lo on the Warriors this year. Yeah, yeah, that should be uh, interesting as well. Um he was really good last year. Yeah, I, you know what? Like, I think people in sports have this impression where 
you're drafted by this team and you have to be loyal to this team forever. But, you know, when you and I got out of university, we weren't drafted by some team in San, by a company in San Antonio and have to go work there for 15 years. Uh, 99% of us have choices where we want to work geographically and for which company. So uh, for a kid that's from California, you know, growing up a Lakers fan, I know he's not playing there, but I have no problem with someone wanting to go back home. Uh, not going to blame him. I'm sure the weather is way better there. Uh, it's nicer. Um, although, you know, a couple of earthquakes on the weekend, it's kind of scary. But yeah, like uh, it is what it is. I'm no problem with it. And I wish Kawhi all the best. Hell yeah. Well, he did yeah. bring us some beautiful glory. So I, I don't think yeah, anyone, I don't think anyone's that better in really. In Canada. <laughs> like, they, they, like Americans will always, they still don't like it, you know. Canadians winning the championship. They don't don't like it. (laughs) So um, before we get into the business news, I do have a question for you because I I did partake this weekend. I wasn't a big partaker before this weekend. Are you, do you moisturize? Yeah, so I don't. um, It's funny you mentioned that. I don't moisturize. I I don't think I've moisturized in years. But, you know, I do like to take the occasional uh, relaxing bubble bath or uh, bath bomb bath every few weeks or so and uh, my skin gets dry after you know so i was looking around on amazon i found some girly i think it's called like bumblebee or burnaby bee or like some burning bee um i got a little gift pack mainly because i wanted the foot cream inside i just have visions of like massaging my feet with cream after a bath and uh, my girlfriend's already making fun of me and stuff so so am i uh yeah (laughs) So I don't moisturize, but, you know, I've been getting some drier skin, so uh, I will probably be starting soon. Nice. Yeah, because, like, you know, my girlfriend has, like, this whole, like, kit, you know? She does the whole Mary oh, yeah. Kay thing. It's, uh, she got, like, a full, like, like it's literally, like, she looked like she had, like, Dexter's, like, murder set, but it was all, yeah. like, it was, like, a huge pack it's bigger, of, like, It's bigger cosmetics. than, like, the bag I bring to Europe for a month. Yeah. And so she's kind of been like, you know, you should you know, like pressuring me, but like, you know, offering it. And then I went to drinks with an old uh, with an old buddy uh, the other day. And like he's he's 38. And like, I, I mean, I I see how much he smokes. <laughs> like I see how much he drinks. And like, I know he's uh, done more than that in the past. And I'm like, dude, you look Ew. fantastic. Like what's like what's what's like how and he's like dude I moisturize I use the face mask I do everything the like, face he's like, mask he's like you got to keep the money maker and I'm like well shit sign me up so uh, this Sunday had a little girly soiree I watched Moulin Rouge and moisturized and did a little face mask and everything dude, let if me you tell, tell you, me man. if you tell me at a box of uh, lint chocolates then I'm just gonna lose it. No, I got cold okay. cuts and pita bread. Made delicious sandwiches. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think uh, there's a potential here in a future Business Boys episode while we're getting facials with cucumbers on our eyes. I'm I'm in. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to be looking like Keith Richards when you're older. You know, it looks like oh, a, sure. dried up grape. So you gotta moisturize. <laughs> moisturize. I'm I'm more for the. Uh, the body lotion, though. My face is fine, you know. I, the moneymaker's good. It doesn't get too dry. I don't have any pimples anymore. Yeah, like me too, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to start looking like an old catcher's mitt, you know, when I'm, like, in my 50s. 
Yeah, you know, it, keep it, 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 adds, it adds some, like, experience to the man's face, you know? It's like, that guy's been through it. He's, he's lived. <laughs> he's got life experience. That's sexy. I like it. You know what I don't think is really sexy is Coke energy. And I think we might... I think we might disagree on this one. Oh, we disagree. Oh, there we go. Um, I know you're not the biggest monster fan, and uh, you definitely know more about the industry than I do. But uh, my big um, worry or like why I'm hesitant is I don't know if just putting energy inside a Coke, like it's going to taste like Coke. I think maybe they should, like, why not just make an energy drink? Like, why do you have to have Coke in it? I think, uh, like, I think they're just trying to, like, extend, like, the Coca-Cola experience for their current customers. I'm not, oh, I don't dude, think they're, like, the trying to, like, fight Red Bull or anything. terrible. Like, um, Coke, all those flavored Cokes they've recently done. Ugh. Like, I like Cherry Coke and Barf- Vanilla Coke. Yeah, no, no, those are classics. I'm saying recently they've done all these, like, slightly flavored, like, Coke Zeros, like, orange and Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't think it's, it's gonna. awful, awful. And I'm. I'm not convinced that this is going to be any better. Well, I think what they're doing, so they're putting it in an energy drink can. It's got 250 milliliters. Agreed. Uh, Big fan of the can. Red yeah. Bull size can, correct? Yeah. Eight, yeah. eight ounces for uh, for the American folks. 250 milliliters for everyone else that's on the normal system. Um, so not those like huge, like, you know, you see those like 16 ounce like monsters and Red Bulls and it's like Big. daily recommended dosage 12 ounce, but it's in a 16 ounce can that's like not reclosable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what's interesting, what I do like about it. So they have the sugar, the non-sugar version, but what's very interesting and uh, different than most energy drinks out there is it's, it's caffeine and gurana, but no taurine and taurine's the shit that really fucks you up. So it's a little bit healthier. Uh, 80 milligrams of caffeine, so right up there with uh, with the Red Bulls of the world. 26 grams of sugar, right up there with most sugary energy drinks. So does like Red Bull use taurine? Red Bull has Monster taurine. Event? Monster, Rockstar, they have they all have taurine. So this is uh, okay, perhaps viewed as a little healthier alternative as well. Yeah. Even though, you know, I'm sure there's shit in Coke that's pretty fucking bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and the caffeine, it's not, like, going to be, like, natural caffeine. But, like, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, like, it's not, It's I'm not saying it's healthy or it's good for you by any stretch. But, like, you know, it, it's, the taurine's the stuff that, like, clogs your shit and, like, really fucks you up. So, I don't mean, like, I don't mean it stops you from pooping. I just mean, like, yeah, it clogs your that. arteries and I stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I just like, I'm, what's it going to taste like? It's just going to taste like Coke, but you get energy. Or yeah, I think so. That- and, yeah. and it's for sure going to be a way cheaper price point than a lot of energy drinks. I'm willing to guarantee that. I don't think it's said it, but I'm definitely yeah, going to, I'm definitely going to buy a bunch of money. Them. I just like, man, I, I think they're trying to mess with Coke too much. Like Coke itself is the best-selling soft drink in the world it's not even close to me i i would prefer them do a different like branded energy drink if you if you want to be bold and really bolster your sales go like that this seems half-assed to me man yeah but why not keep the like why not keep the coca-cola customer like why not keep the brand like why why worry and spend all the money assumptions though that like People who drink Coca-Cola are going to drink Coke Energy. I drink a ton of cola. I'm a cola machine. Guzzle that. My teeth are hurting. I'm drinking so much cola. (laughs) 
I, I'll probably still buy Red Bull, man. I'll I'll buy it and try it. But if I want a Coke, I want a Coke. I don't want fucking Coke energy. Well, that's, I don't want well, that's the thing, right? Is You just said it. You're going to buy it and try it because it's Coke. And if yeah. you like it, you'll stick with it. But if they just <sighs> like release some some dinky, like uh, like maybe not dinky, but like unknown brand, then maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't see it. Like people, when you see it in stores, like it's it's all impulse purchases. It's all impulse purchases, right? Like you're not gonna go and be like, oh, cool, Coke has an energy drink. Like, sure, I'll try it. But when you see a different brand on it, like you're not really as enticed to like pick it up off the shelf. That's my if they advertise that's my general it correctly. Gut feeling. It could be. No. Yeah, if they advertise it correctly, but like you know, there's a lot of what ifs. That's all I'm saying. It's like you just needed people to try it once. That's all you need. I'm not convinced it's going to help their sales. I think. Uh, well, I'm Monster, not convinced. You know Monster, what you're talking about. So. Monster. <laughs> I just say, hey, I, I I hope to be proven wrong. If it's if it's good, I'll, I'll be the first to admit on this pod. Um, yeah, Monster wasn't happy about it because Coke has a deal with them. They own 18 percent or whatever. But now I'm like, Monster might just be like, okay, whatever. I'm like, go ahead, do it. I because when I first heard about this lawsuit and that i thought coke wanted to make its own energy drink like not coke based taste just like its own energy drink yeah it was wrong anyways okay um we don't have a launch date yet i hope i think it's gonna launch soon i don't know i can't wait to have it on the business boys maybe with a little rum that's a fantastic idea (laughs) that's absolutely needs to happen okay so um yeah that was that was uh, the energy drink story. A, a qu- another quick hitter because I watched the season over the weekend, and I'm sure many of you watched it as well. But Netflix, going forward, wants to ban smoking or really limit smoking from its original programs or original content shows. Pretty much they got a complaint from some activist group then season two of Stranger Things, which is PG-13, there was way too much smoking. And there was a lot of smoking. They were chain smoking, which, of course, I loved. I mean, it's small town USA in the early 80s. So what do you really expect, like, the, the, the sheriff to do not smoke? <laughs> Anyways, I'm looking forward to seeing Don Draper hitting the jewel. Enough. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, as a, as a filmmaker, I think I might be a little pissed. It adds, like, a lot to, like, the artistic vision sometimes and that. Right, for sure. So, what, essentially, what they, what they said was, like, okay, we're not going to put smoking in, like, PG-13 shit. Like, they're still going to do it in the other stuff, but, like, maybe less. And they're going to um, – and unless it's, like, for historically accurate whatever. Yeah. And like anyways, season three like, of Stranger Things, a lot less smoking. So much less smoking. I didn't watch it. Was it good? I heard season two was kind of a flop, so I never watched it. Yeah, I mean, this. I would say the, the plots are all subpar, but uh, I watch it for the characters. You know, it's very addicting. And yeah, it was a good right. watch. Nice. I'll get into it. Once I'm done the hundred. Ooh, yeah. I've heard good things about that. Um, but yeah, so um, Netflix, I guess... Succumbing to pressure a little bit, maybe it does make a bit of sense, but uh, it's it's hard to argue. Like it's like I don't like it, you know, but it's hard it's, to argue against. But you it's know? hard to like implement that when you're when the setting is like in the seventies or eighties, like Stranger Things, right? Like when they're stressed out, when the sheriff is stressed out, like you should be chain smoking. 
the character. Like, what happened? Did he take Nicorette between? No, it wasn't even existing yet. So, and now the plot is even more flawed, and I'm disappointed. Um, one of my, well, not one of my favorite CEOs, but I always got a crack at him when he would go on uh, Jim Cramer's show because he'd wear suits that he bought from winners, which, uh, you know, that's right up my alley because. You know, you and I, we got these big tree trunk legs. We can't wear no H&M European cut pants. You know, we got we to gotta go to winter sometimes. To get the, the, the big boy stores. Yeah, yeah. The stuff that was cut for like the 90s, the, the boxy stuff, and it looks tight on us. But uh, our co-winner shopper, and probably Old Navy, probably a huge fan, uh, Canopy Growth XXCEO uh, Bruce Linton. So he was pretty much fired as CEO of Canopy Growth, which is like the biggest pot company right now, just based on sales. Constellation Brands, the parent company of like Corona, Modelo, a bunch of wines, they own 45%. The writing was on the wall because a few weeks ago in their quarterly conference call, the new CEO of the beer company was noticeably upset talking about Canopy's bigger than expected loss there was an emergency board meeting and this is this is what happens when a bigger company who wants you to start turning out at least the the loss was getting pretty big this is just what happens you know they have almost half the board or three or four out of ten board seats uh they got the money they gave them four million dollars for 45 percent they can pretty much run the company right that's essentially what it is and uh, you know what? Like, I don't really feel bad for the guy because he's rich as fuck. And uh, when you know he's he's probably a multimillionaire, and now he he joins some small Canadian tech company. It, it kind of like Splunk a bit, but I mean, this company is like a penny stock, and the stock went up like 150 percent just on him joining as an advisor. He's probably getting a little fat deal from there, and he probably still has options at Canopy Growth. I mean, the guy is just. Uh, you can fucking buy winners now from uh, who owns winners? Is it Canadian Tire? You can fucking buy winners now if he wants to. But uh, oh, yeah, this yeah. It, when you when you sell, uh, you know, close to a majority stake of your company to a bigger bigger guy like this, this can happen. It happened. To you. We saw it with our boy from Atari, Nolan. You know, get forced out of your own company. It's that's what you get for selling too much of it. I don't. He said he didn't care. Like he said, he would do it all again. Yeah, for sure, like, for sure. The like market. Le- like he, he doesn't care. You know? Like he doesn't have to work anymore. He he still has options. Like he's rich as fuck. Probably gets sweet deals on weed. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he smokes. You know, it'd be interesting to know if he does smoke. Yeah, um, ask him. Uh, I think like the big news you want to talk to, and again, I'm. I'm hundred percent sure we're gonna disagree is the uh what's his name jimmy johnny ivy okay i'm like i'm like pretty we, sure neither one of us uh you know you guys know how bad i am with names neither one of us really knows his na- how to say his name Before i'm like i'm like 95 sure it's johnny ivy okay cool name by the way yeah um just quickly um it came out that Roku players are continuing to kind of dominate the market share in the U.S. 30% of streaming devices sold last quarter had the Roku operating system in. 
a lot of that is this partnership with TCL. If you guys know what TCL is, go on Amazon, type in uh, plasma TVs or what are they, whatever they're called. All the like top ranked cheapest ones are TCL. It's a Chinese like fucking TV company. So uh, like you buy one of those, the Roku things are built in. So it's that partnership just saving them. But the Amazon Fire, man, only twelve percent. Like that. I feel like it was like 11%, 10%, but that's they're not really that, gaining market share there. And I'm surprised. That 12%, is that international or is that just the, the U.S.? This is just U.S. Yeah, this okay. is just U.S. Um, but I would even willing to bet that internationally, they might be less than that, man. No? I, I'd imagine so. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the PS4 and Xbox, uh, roughly around 20% each because most people who, who, who are gamers just watch Netflix and stuff from that. And YouTube, uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. I, I've been a fan of Roku. It's you know uh, great stock f- for me this year. But I think they really need to step up their international game. Their their Canadian service is pure shit. And uh, every conference call, they're like, "Oh, we still got work to do on the U.S." I'm like, "Oh my god, living in Canada, it's like I'm living in Siberia." Sometimes, I mean, we're right there. Just give me like the same channels. Like, it shouldn't be so hard, Roku. Come on, Goku. Fucking Super Saiyan. But, uh, yeah, it really stuck out to me that Amazon, the Amazon Fire Stick, like, wasn't gaining more share because I was hearing, you know, a lot of murmurs on the street. I go, oh, Roku better watch out for Amazon now. And uh, it's just not showing up in the numbers, at least yet. Amazon's got so much stuff. Like, I don't even, like, I have Amazon Prime and I don't even use half the stuff that they offer to me. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Prime Day is coming up pretty soon. I think July 15th, 16th, uh, just for everyone to know. But uh, you, you notice when you go on the site, like they try to promote their uh, own products like a lot. Yeah, of course. Like they're always popping up near the top and that. So yeah, I, I guess maybe I was, um, because of how well the Echo did, I thought that the, like the Fire TV stick would be more of a threat to Roku. But uh, it's just really not, they're really not stealing. They're losing. I, would, I don't know if they're losing, but they're not, not dominating or even gaining like I thought they would. If you're not oh, winning, man. you're losing. If you're not first, you're wide last. open. Yeah. I probably got back feet on this whole podcast. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Goddamn trains from downtown Toronto now. Anyways. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, yeah. T- Tesla had a record quarter, which was pretty sweet um this is like i don't know about you guys but oh man i'm seeing like a lot of teslas around me in toronto now yo montreal i'm starting to see more too yeah those butterfly doors i love them yo the x yeah but i'm seeing a lot of threes and a lot in uh, california um you know the company has a lot of issues we haven't talked about it in a while but i mean it's it's pretty hard to deny like these cars are freaking dope and uh there's more and more of them showing up and the you see they're making faster uh, Safety getting better. They're making like a pet friendly like mode where like you can le- actually leave your dog in the car and not like. Oh yeah, kill that's it. all right. They already have that. It's like yeah. it's just like the little things like that. Like they do make a difference. I get if uh, people are like hesitant to have a car that's more like computerized. For me, that's kind of what I think the future of cars is going to be. Like it's what Batman would do. Yeah, we want everything to have a computer, man. If my bed had a computer, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, the cra- one of the craziest Tesla stories is they started building a new factory in Shanghai. I want to say they started February, January. 
this thing's like almost done, like the, the outside done. And um, I, I might have said it on an earlier podcast. Things in China just get done at super saiyan speed, like times 10 of what the buildings go up in five months versus five years. It's insane. It's like when you put steroids on your uh, on your Age of Empires cheat code. You just <laughs> yeah. things get built way quicker. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. And uh, yeah, it's, it's part of my reason for being bullish on China. They just get shit done there. They get it done. <laughs> um, so you can go on like youtube and see like uh the progress uh over the six months it's pretty cool <coughs> but um yeah let's get into the meat and potatoes why don't we eh? yeah let's do it i mean we're already pretty far in but uh to close it off we're gonna talk about uh joni eve <laughs> joni loves chachi <coughs> i'm gonna let you kind of have the floor because you you texted me about the story i i think it broke like right after we recorded last one yeah so i'll let you have yeah. the floor and then uh i'll jump in after yeah so for those of you who don't know johnny ivy he was pretty much like like the third guy like you know like the third main guy at apple like in like he was like uh he's an engineer but like did a lot of their design stuff so he first worked um with jobs on the 1998 imac and like pretty much like made the iPhone and, and stuff like that. So a lot of this like beautiful design work you see from Apple, it's like, it's got his name all over it. Um, so really, really important guy to the company and huge loss for them. So people are, they're saying like, oh, you know, like Apple will still be fine. Like he's just like some guy and Apple's lost guys before. Like they're still fine after Steve Jobs. And it's like, okay, first of all, like let's relax. Like Jobs like died in 2011 or yeah, 2011, like, it's, like, Apple's massive. It's not going to just, like, die that quick. Like, if you look like companies like Toys R Us, like Blockbuster, they only died, like, many years after their terrible decisions were made. So it's still yet to be seen, you know, we'll, we'll see. But um, some people, st- like, there are some people who say, like, mostly, like, the Apple haters who don't love, like, all the focus on design say, like, he might have been a bit too much design over functionality, which is, you know, some of the bigger complaints coming from Apple. Like, why the fuck do I have to have this charger when, like, every other appliance in the world has the normal one? So it'll be interesting to see what they do without him. He's not totally gone, though. So he's starting up his own design firm. Uh, it's called Love From, which is a super weird fucking name. I don't get why, but, you know. No, nor do I. He's Johnny Ivy, so who am I to fucking chirp him, I guess? I think you're going to start calling him Johnny fucking Ivy, just because <laughs> it just sounds right. <laughs> so he's so he's still going to be working with Apple, but like Apple is a client. So he'll still it's his be... his client, I believe. Yeah, so he'll still have like his hands on a bunch of shit. Um, still be getting millions of dollars from Apple one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, it's interesting because it's like, why, if he still has all that like fire left in him, like why leave? I'll tell you exactly why. Because tell he, us, probably, Spencer. he probably went in every day and sat down and was like, what the fuck do I do today? Holy shit, Tim Cook. Oh, oh new, new iPhone XR. Uh, okay. I'll just like modify this. Like, what are they innovating? Honestly, they're transitioning to a service company. So that's why I think he, I'm surprised he lasted this long, man. Like, he, I guess he did the watches, but like Apple hasn't come out with like a cool new product where he probably feels like he has to be like creatively, you know, challenged. And, you know, I, I feel like he was bored. He's like, yo, this isn't fun. Like, I want, 
I'm a designer and there's nothing to design. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's kind of like the biggest red flag for me. It's like why when you literally have the resources of Apple and the like the the fire left in your belly and all this stuff, why leave? Like is he unhappy? Like, you know, sometimes it's just to do your own thing and like you wanna focus on your own thing. Like, sure, I I don't know for sure, but like it is a bit of a red flag for me. And some people are like, Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. And like, yes, it might not matter that he left and they'll still be able to design great stuff. But like the bigger issue is like, why did he leave? And like, I haven't heard of any big, new, exciting Apple hardware products that would require like a design head to get like excited over like, ooh, I get a new challenge to design this. I think he was just like, yo, there's a lot of cool shit coming out. I want, I'm one of the best design. I've created, if not the best, one of the best products of all time in the iPhone. I fucking designed that. Like, I want to design. I tied like, that shit. I did that. I put the team on my back. <laughs> and uh, so there was actually a report from Wall Street Journal that said, like, uh, him and Tim Cook weren't getting along, too. That oh. he did not like how Tim Cook was so... You know, he's more of a businessman, like, cookie cutter, like, okay, it's it, it, like this. And he wasn't, like... Supposedly, like, Tim Cook never went into the design studio. Like, he could care less about it, which I don't know if that's true because that would surprise me. This guy, you know, I, I do make fun of Tim Cook sometimes on, the, on this pod, but, like, he has done a very good job after jobs. He, he's been very different, but he, he gets up at four in the morning. He seems like a guy that would at least go check on the design studio. He, won't, he might not be, like, jobs where he's fucking getting his hands dirty in there, you know? But, um, so maybe there was friction between them. Maybe he just wanted to, like, it's time to move on, man. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's probably, like, one of the oldest, if not the oldest Apple, not old, like, longest tenured Apple employee. Probably. How old is he? He looks pretty young, huh? You know, probably moisturized. Oh, I was just going to say that. He definitely moisturized. Also, being rich fucking living in L.A. probably helps, you know. He's, he's bro, he's 52, yeah, he's so in his, he's in his, he's in his like so classic prime. jobs must have hired him like some like high twenty hot shot, and you know Steve was the same way, right? So they got along. It was and net worth isn't as much as I thought it would be. He's a multi millionaire, it's for sure. Yeah, but like you know, I thought it'd be a little bit more. Yeah, Anyways, whatever. I don't think he's not a founder. Like he, he, yeah. he didn't, he didn't have the shares like that. But what, what is his net worth, by the way? In 2013, which is a little while ago, it was 130 million. Jesus Christ! Not as much as oh my! I thought it would be like 25 million. Whoa. I guess it's a lot. Yeah, it is Dude, a lot. He's an employee, like, man. He's not an owner. Yeah, it's true. But I thought like he, like, you know. Like, I thought he'd ask for something when he, like, essentially rev- like, dude, he like oh borderline God. revolutionized Apple the world. Must have been paying him. 15 mil a year salary like what was his salary man but like i I thought he would have like a little something like you know some kind of like something i don't know he probably probably... has some shares from being an early but he doesn't have like anywhere close to ownership level shares i guess that's what happened when you have a trillion dollar company though right you get fucking 0.01 percent and you're you you know you're uh laughing and oh yeah, yeah yeah Um, yeah, so I, I'm on the other side of you a bit. I don't think it's a huge loss because I don't think he was like doing that much. Not because he's not good. Losing his talent, don't get me wrong, is a massive loss. I just think where Apple's transitioning as a company, like 
he was just kind of sitting there, like. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and that 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 was my point. You they're know? paying like, his where... studio, anyways. They're gonna have his clients, so they're gonna still be using his services. So, is it a, ta- a talent-wise big loss? Yes, but is it gonna really materially affect the company going forward? I'm not really sure. I don't think so. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, no, I'm on board with you. It's just like, you know, this is a reason. It's probably like exactly what you said. Just as a little side note here. So I Googled like, how old is Johnny Ivy? And on the bottom, you know, it says like people also searched for like Tim Cook, Steve Wozniak, and Craig Federighi. And like, yo, Steve Wozniak looks like such a fat, ugly fucking whale in this picture. Ah, uh, he's a, yeah, he's, he's a big boy. <laughs> I've made fun of him. I made fun of him too much on this podcast. I want to bite my. He's also sixty-eight, you know. But like, yeah, yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. What's he doing? Eating lobster. He's just building computers in his garage still. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think I think like the market. Like, no, no, nothing really happened to the stock. I just think like it it was probably made a probably bigger story than it should have been. Yeah, like. Did you know who fucking Johnny Ivy was before he quit? I read, I read the Steve, I read three quarters of the Steve Jobs book. Okay, see so the first one. So, so yeah, I've, I knew I've never was. read that, and I've owned Apple shares. I know their financials backwards, so I feel stupid. Like I should have known this, but uh, no, I, I did not know who he was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like honestly, I read you know that that uh, the Steve Jobs book. It was good for a bit, but like it just was like too long. And the guy just kept reiterating that like, like he just he kept talking about the same shit. It's not a great read. Like I'm not know, a big watch. fan of uh, autobiography books, actually. To be but honest. it was just a. It wasn't an autobiography. Oh, it wasn't. No, it, wasn't. it was a, just a biography. Oh, uh, some like Steve Jobs didn't help write it at all. I'm sure he probably had his say, but like. It came out after he died. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Anyways, I'm not a fan of those like books, like Warren Buffett's life, Elon Musk's life. Like, nah. Like, you can just go on Wikipedia. I'll get the, I'll get the quick version and fucking read something in uh, Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> Is that Game of Thrones? I haven't watched it. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's. Uh, I think this is a good uh, good recap. Good amount of biz biz talk. Uh, we both established that we're gonna have great looking faces in ten years. Oh yeah. Uh, once we start moisturizing, and uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm tapped out. I don't, you you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right, get us out of here, brother. So from all of us here at the Business Boys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, go fuck yourselves and check you later. (laughs) Peace (laughs) out.